Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Waves of Change. And today we have me, Diana Chu, and also Dr. Lee with us today. Hi, everybody. Dr. Mankit Lee.、Um, thanks for joining again for this week's podcast.、Uh, it has been a very intense week, Diana. Would、yeah. you say that for yourself? Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing.、Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well,、um, we're both in the Bay Area, which is in California, San Francisco, and、um, we were mandated to have like a thing called shelter in place. And when what's what does shelter in place means is that like we have to stay at home, and all the essential businesses is still open,、um, but we can't really leave home, and all everyone is working from home. So, are you working from home right now?、Uh, Well, today is、uh, Saturday, so not not today specifically, but yes, I am working from home.、Uh, talk more about what kind of work I'm doing a little bit later in this podcast. But、um, I do want to say,、uh, kind of circling back to our last podcast, I remember vividly and hopefully saying that, oh, maybe this virus will not spread, or it's not epidemic yet.、Yeah. Um, I, I remember myself saying those words and.、Uh, Well,、uh, unfortunately, I was incorrect, and it is now and for sure one hundred percent an epidemic.、Um, so, those who have not taken this seriously, I strongly urge you to do so. To practice、mm-hmm. social distancing,、um, working with Asian American families, a lot of the grandpas and grandmas may not、um, understand the gravity of the situation, and I don't blame them. But I think.、Mm-hmm. Uh, We should educate them because they are most definitely in the vulnerable population.、Uh, yeah. But yeah,、um, Diana, social distancing. Yeah, like、thoughts? talking about like social distancing, like that's the word that is like thrown around,、um, like all, like in the past week.、Um, but but like the World Health Organization, I read somewhere yesterday of like how about let's refrain,、uh, refrain actually from saying like. Um, social distancing to physical distancing, so keeping the social part of like the relationships that we have,、um, but、uh, we're gonna be physically distancing with each other. I think that's a really good idea to think about that、uh, in a different way, and to encourage people to have the social part at home as well. So, how we imagine for us to kind of maintain that social connection when we physically cannot be near one another? You know, the 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 best thing that happened to us is that like this is twenty twenty, and we could like、um, see each other online. We could con- like communicate in social media, having a good phone call、uh, with your loved ones, or even like saying hi to your neighbors in a, in a ju- digital way, and so. I think cultivating that is really, really important because you know we are social beings, and being physically deprived, like deprived from each other, is not like is is not good long term, right? So、yeah. the social distancing,、um, let's say physical distancing, and like keep the social part and still have virtual parties、um, somewhere. Virtual parties, I love that. Yeah. <laughs>、um. Being an online gamer myself, I a lot of my friends we just play games together, 
as a yes. way of bonding. It's not like we haven't done that previously. I'll be very honest, <laughs> but now it feels like it's, it's purposeful. I enjoy that. Um, yes. Very interesting change of topic. Um, I just want to throw this out there. So in the prison system, um, mm-hmm. do you know what is considered one, one of the most heinous method of um, abuse and torture? Is it the, the, the black room or the dark yeah. cell or something like that? Not necessarily dark cell, but like the um, the whole social oh, yeah, isolation yeah, yeah. cells. Yeah. So it's not necessarily, well, is there some sensory de- deprivation there? But the main deprivation is social. So mm-hmm. research on social needs says that if we were to deprive ourselves um, of social interaction, social needs, um, it can lead to very severe psychopathology, very severe yeah. psychopathology. Now, one thing that I want to kind of lead us towards this, lead this discussion towards is this idea again of collectivistic culture, individualistic culture. Now, mm-hmm. growing up in America, there is this a uh, really kind of bizarre celebration of like, I'm tough. I don't need nobody. You know, I'm, 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 I'm born alone. I'll die alone. That kind of stuff. I don't understand that much. I mean, I can't understand. I don't really understand, okay? But the point is, um, I believe culture-wise, in the psychologically-wise, it's important to have and maintain that social connection. Um, yes. Yeah. And what do you think about this difference about, like, individualistic culture, collectivist culture, and kind of facing this social distancing, physical distancing, that distancing situation. I think like with my um, upbringing in Hong Kong, um, like the collective mindset is like pretty, pretty crucial. Um, But I like, you know, like I I don't know how it will impact um, the people here, particularly um, in the Western culture, but I think they are coping it in a in a maybe like a more of an easier way because they they have that that mindset, the individualistic, but, <laughs> the individualistic mindset. <laughs> but also, like I think it affects like uh, impacts like how the grocery store, um, like you know, like buying everything because I want um like all these things for me myself, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But the also, last like, time we were talked. Talking- mm-hmm. Yeah, when we we're talking, when you're talking about like the the whole, right, the the prison system, I think, I think there's also the research of like saying that like if a kid when you're born and you are deprived from physical touch and social interaction or even eye contact, like you you don't meet your developmental milestones, right? Oh no, yeah, that's yeah. very true. So so like with the with the with the foster care or the adoption like systems, so when they did that study, like it is really important to have like all these touch and physical or even like social things that we, we needed as a human body. So like, I, I would encourage you, like you, you, our listeners to like hug someone like in your home, in your home, in your home, <laughs> in your home. Let's, let's, <laughs> Or very important. You, <laughs> you can't do that. Like even hug yourself, you know, like do a, do a, like a self, like butterfly hug or like a virtual hug with, with someone at least. Um, I think the physical part is really important. Absolutely. Um, I might also like to um, encourage our listener to schedule in weekly or, you know, every other day, preferably uh, FaceTime 
chats mm-hmm. with family members and friends. Even though friends are like, hey, I call this person once a month. And I, I'm someone who does that. I'll contact my friends once every like month or two. Just kind of I'm very introverted, mm-hmm. just who I am. But now because of the situation, it's it's important to have more regular online phone conversations. Um mainly because of psychological health, right? Yes. If not, it's very easy for us to kind of fracture from the, the group and kind of spiral into a rabbit hole of depression. And we, we want to kind of be more mindful of that during these trying times. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a topic that we, we want to cover today, the idea of resilience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, so Diana, what we do you think about, about like- it? Mm-hmm. We talk about like resilience a lot in therapy. So, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. when a trauma uh, happened or like a, a big incident or crisis happened, sometimes the incident itself does not leave psychological damages to you because you build resilience over that, right? And mm-hmm. um, and one of the things in with working with clients is how can you help. Uh, clients to build resilience because we cannot promise life is going to be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but how can we rebound? Right. And, and I think like in these times, um, this is the challenge that we are all going to face. How can we build our own resilience um, when coronavirus hit like your anxiety level, your social network, or um, even for some people, it will be like having death and grief around them. So, um, so I think it's really important to, to talk about that. Oh, absolutely. And when I work with patients, I do talk about resilience quite a bit myself, uh, but to kind of set, uh, set some definitions. So, um, mm-hmm. so what is resilience, right? So, um, I want to share about resilience theory, resilience in at least based on this theory is defined as uh, one's ability to kind of bounce back after facing adversity. So a lot of folks do confuse resilience uh, with something else. So what resilient resilience isn't is uh, being not exposed to distress. Just because someone's resilient uh-huh. doesn't mean they, they do not react to distress or they don't feel stress or their life is devoid of stress. No, it's the ability to receive stress experience uh, distress and be able to recover from it and bounce back. And a lot of times, maybe even more stronger than before, even more resilient than before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that means like, mm-hmm. like you're digesting, digesting the, 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 the trauma or the event, right? Yeah. Well, based on the theory is as simple as learning from your experiences, mm. right? Because once there are distress in our life, one of the more immediate reactions to kind of push it away, ignore it, downplay it, but to fully be present for the experience, to gather. So what's being present mean? Being present simply means to kind of experience it and gather as much data as you can without judgment, right? Yes. So, or, or even like mm-hmm. feeling the feelings, right? Absolutely, yeah. Well, feelings is your body trying to give you more information. So the idea is to collect the information and learn from it. Right. If you have an experience, you can only learn from it ten percent. Well, you're probably going to keep experiencing it because you haven't grasped the whole thing. But if you were to allow yourself to take it in, learn eighty, ninety percent, there's a strong likelihood that if it were to come up again, you'd be able to overcome it much easier. Yes. Yeah. So 
how does resilience apply to the current situation? So I just want to share a bit, like a little tips and bits here and there. There are about four or five points kind of go over, right? So first, um, we talked about this already, uh, building your connections, maintaining relationship. Uh, relationship is absolutely one of the foundational factor, one foundational protective factors we have as human beings. So that means your family, your friends, your partners, your dog. I, your dogs. Oh my God, my dog is super happy right now. Me too. It, my this, dog is super happy. The humans are always home. This is fantastic. I know. Uh, so that's first thing. Second thing is foster wellness and the idea of taking care of your body. Now, the first thing I did when I was put in lockdown was thinking about how many hot Cheetos I can pack into my cover. <laughs> now, I have resisted that urge, right? That that urge came from a very primal high school place. But I resisted that urge and got some vegetables, right? I got yeah. some protein. So definitely take care of your body. Um, yeah, it might be a mm-hmm. good good time to like do workout, home workout virtually with your friends. Wow, right? that's very interesting. Like home workout mm-hmm. or yoga or or even like going for a walk in the beach. Mm-hmm. It's like six feet away from each other. You know, I think like those are really, really important. So there are many kinds of social interaction and one of the very important ones, and I know this one is a very applicable to a lot of introverts like myself is what I call is um, non-directed interaction. Right. Mm-hmm. So what that means is I will call, I FaceTime my friend and we'll cook dinner together and we'll wow. spend like just 10 minutes of me not even saying a word to them. But there's a the feeling of I'm doing something with someone, right? Or I'll be writing a paper and, you know, I FaceTime a buddy of mine and he's writing his paper. So we just work together, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I shoot him a meme when I'm really bored. He shoot me a meme when he's bored. But it's just those very subtle interactions that are very meaningful. It doesn't have to be me paying attention to you. Of course, you want that as well. But it doesn't have always to be me paying attention to the other person 100%. We, mm-hmm. we just want to exist next to each other. Right, virtually. That is very true. That Mm -hmm. is very true. And like it it also helped decrease the anxiety of being lonely. Absolutely. Speaking of loneliness, um, the next one I'll talk about is practicing mindfulness. I talked about mindfulness earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the the thing I want to emphasize here is um try your best, and this is for all the listeners and you, Diana, try your best to avoid tabloid news during this time. Hmm. Yeah, um, there has been studies where they literally ask participants, hey, what's your anxiety level? They'll give it a rating and they're like, all right, read the news for five minutes. They read the news, what's your anxiety level? And it's like triple, it's ridiculous. Okay, so yes, stay informed. Go to the CDC website, stay informed. But like, you know, those tabloid newses that come like out sensational here sensational yeah. stuff like you know oh my god i've heard this and that right in china and Italy. well you know it's important to be aware but also be mindful what you're feeding into your body and when i say feeding i don't mean food i mean information yes right? like and, and it might be healthy as well like when you're like doing social distancing or physical distancing to be able to um like not read the news maybe like a day or two and then like rereading it again so like there's a restart um mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. i think like the 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 negative negativity um that is going on in this world is 
a lot right now mm-hmm. and um we have to focus on the positives so mm-hmm. another thing that we're going to talk about is like how do you find purpose and like how do you help others uh during this um this time um are you doing that lee helping I others am- I'm, I, I, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Like small things, like we have neighbors um, who are elderly. Uh, Aza and I have reached out and see if they need any support. Um, yes. It's, it's, I mean, yes, we want them to be healthy, safe. At the same time, um, it's almost like the opposite of hoarding, right? Getting mm-hmm. fights at Costco. Because, yes, there's a fear reaction, a hoarding reaction. But the challenge here is that the more you go into that, the more psychological harm you're really doing to yourself, yeah. right? Because when you wrestle a like a roll of toilet paper away from a granny, you, you, that's that's with you now. You have done this thing, right? <laughs> you, know, you, you have to deal with it now. Yeah, you know, like see the therapy right in five years. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. So it's yeah. idea of yes, we want to survive, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, no matter what we do, I always ask a question: at what cost? Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I also like in the in the past week, I've been like trying to um, share my knowledge of like online drama therapy, and so I gave a presentation to to drama therapists around the world um, online on how to do online drama therapy. So it's just like a, it's a free, you know, like a, a workshop and um, and and just to share knowledge so that like you felt. I feel like I have like more purpose and I feel like people are appreciating me and value me. Right. And, and that feeds into like my healthy wellness being for myself. Yeah. That's really great. And you, you did a fantastic job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, next topic is looking for opportunities for self-discovery. Right. Oh. I mean, yes, it's a scary times at the same time though, I can't help but notice there is some positivity, right? So we do remember back in 9-11, it's terrible what happened. At the same time, the country kind of came together, right? Yes. Almost immediately, right? We see people helping one another, like we need to survive this thing. Um, I'm also noticing this happening in 2020 right now, right? Right now, human health is prioritized. Um, welfare shot up. A care shot up all these social problems that were once sweep under the rug are like highlighted in san francisco mm-hmm. they're like hey we can't close the schools because you know there are a lot of um lower scs folks who are dependent on a school f- to receive food so yeah that, is that a new problem no it's been a problem for many years but because of this huge epidemic people are like okay we need to provide free meals now Exactly. Right. All these times where we talk about, oh, there's no sick pay. You have to do work. Now we're kind of talking about, okay, how can we make this adaptive? So employee health is maintained. It's important. It's it's very interesting. I mean, it's a scary time, but I do see the helpers coming in as well. Yeah. And it also keeps things into perspective. Like mm-hmm. what is important for you and what is important for the community. Um, and um, I'm not saying that it's a, it's a good time. Maybe it is a good time to have a, like a silent retreat. <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> right for self discoveries. But, but I think like it's, it's actually like a good idea to like reflect on your purpose. It might be at the turning point in your life and you reflect back and like, Hey, I realize that 
what I'm doing is is not fully my purpose and I want to shift my trajectory. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the key factors in resiliency, and if you were to look at survivor of the Holocaust and survivor of um the Chinese Cultural Revolution, any big mm-hmm. atrocity, uh, is the capacity to accept change and to adapt to change. It's the adaptability that will allow us to survive and thrive. Um, right now, there are a lot of folks that are kind of finding meaning in quarantine, right? Find meaning yes. in this new world that we live in. And yet there are a lot of folks out there who have a hard time letting go of their previous life. I mean, I mean, don't want to be sound too upset, but if you look at the beach parties over there in Florida, there's a lot of folks who are not really updating their uh, their mindset, right? Yes. So I think accepting change is important. And a part of accepting change is to be able to ask for help when when you realize you need support to grow. Definitely, um, definitely. Yeah. And I think you touch on a really good point about the mindset as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of the book uh, Men's Search for Meaning. Um, uh, it, is a, it is a book in 1946 by Victor Frank which is um, his experience in the, as a prisoner in the Nazi concentration camps during World War II. And like, how can a person who is in that really bad, bad, bad scenario, worst scenario in life, and still have a mindset that could build resilience and protect himself from all these psychological damages? So I, I would highly recommend if, if it's not depressed enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, to read that book, it, it's a good book to like um, put things into perspective as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, reading is actually people have time to read now, so that's yes. Good. I mean, Netflix yeah. can carry you really far, but you know, throw some word reading in there as well. And that comes to reading me too. Reading and podcasts. I mean, reading and podcasts, exactly. So, Diana, aside from reading, what other resources do you think we can share with our audience? Oh, yeah. Um, this resource out there um, about the science of well-being, which is a course by Yale, is actually free right now for people. And so I would say search online. There's a Yale course called Science of Well-Being. You will be able to participate in that course where you have it guided you to like find the path of your own happiness. So I think it, it is a great idea to uh, attend that course right now. And also, uh, I put together like a parenting, like kind of like parenting with coronavirus um, uh, on how to work with like kids you have at home right now. But uh, and it got like a mental health perspective on that is actually on my website, www.dianachewtherapy.com. And it's in four languages. So you can look in it is in English, Chinese, Vietnamese and Spanish. So check that out if you have kids at home. You have done really good work here, Diana. I, I, I very much enjoy your work and your emphasis and maintaining structure. Um, oh, thank we you. need structure. And yeah, a lot of, lot of folks that I've been working with, um, they don't know what to do with their kids. It's, right now, it's just 24-hour screen time. And the, yeah. the reading is not the most healthy thing right now. Yeah. It's not. 
Yeah. And physical activity is really、mm-hmm. important for kids, and and like the social aspect for them is also very important.、Mm-hmm. How about you, Lee? I heard that you have a a study. Y- yes, so um, I am the、uh, assessment diagnostic specialist for CYCSF, this community youth center, San Francisco, and right now CYC is doing a a, a mass mass study for the API youth of San Francisco. API youths of San Francisco. That is this morning one, not just one person. But、um, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, what we're doing is we are collecting information from API youths and their family members to determine how this quarantine coronavirus outbreak has been impacting their mental health, emotional development, and whatnot.、Um, wow! And there are many different hypotheses. Part of the study we're looking at is.、Um, Emotional intelligence, and the hypothesis is that if、uh, a youth have higher emotional intelligence, they will likely to be more resilient and have、yeah. less psychological symptoms. And we want to see if that theory or that hypothesis is applicable for API youths. And the understanding is that if it is, then perhaps treatment can focus more. On、uh, building up emotional intelligence rather than simply focusing on psychopathology, right? Yeah. So that's a hope.、Um, we're currently looking for participants. So if you are an API youth or you are aware of an API youth who might want to participate in this study, there is a ten dollar、uh, gift certificate upon completion.、It、doesn't take that long.、Uh, please give me an email.、Uh, my email, my CYC email is mankitl at cycsf dot org. That's M A N K I T L at cycsf dot org. Oh, and just to clarify, for youth, what's the age range? Uh, we're looking for th- three to eighteen. Oh wow, <laughs> that's yeah, a like a age range. Yeah, I mean, three to eighteen. Yeah,、okay. it's. I mean, it's.、Okay. I imagine like a three-year-old. How are you feeling? It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good times, everybody. Yeah, three、okay. to eighteen. We 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 anticipate to get a lot of a lot more like、uh, elementary school, middle school, high school. Yeah, but we want to kind of spread the web wide, get as much data as we can. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so we have、um, we have all these information for you guys.、Uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy this podcast. And we're gonna because we're working from home now, so there's like more potential of us、uh, recording a little bit more. And、um, hopefully, we'll talk about more about like、um, coronavirus relationship. You know, like how. Like how how do you deal with the relationship at home, like that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, let's let's just we definitely、episode. we would definitely kind of、um, what's it called? Not, not foreshadows, not a right word. Uh, uh, what would it kind of show a little bit of the next episode? <laughs> I don't know what to call that. Right in the next preview,、episode. right? Preview. There's called preview. So quick preview is the next topic we want to address is、uh, right now. You know, China has a. Very high divorce rates because couples are forced together. So we're gonna talk about quarantine and relationships. So please、yeah. stay tuned.、Um, check back in again. We'll have more goodies for everybody. Okay. Thank you. Stay safe and stay healthy. Stay home. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>